In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed, because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello and welcome back to Betches Brides. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Nicole Pellegrino. And we are back with special guest, former host of the podcast and friend to all things Betches, Taylor Strucker. Welcome. Hey, girls. Hey, I miss your faces. We We miss miss you. Um, Taylor, I've got to tell you, like ever since I looked up your post November 11th, when you posted your viral engagement post, we've never had so many influx of DMs being like, get her on the podcast. (laughs) So I'm so excited. This day is finally here i'm Me sure you've too. had to tell your engagement story at this point probably like a million times. times yes a bajillion times oh. i'm exhausted but I, I i saved what the like one last drip of energy for you guys to tell you guys oh. i like oh i am so excited to be the interviewee i can't tell you i love it it makes so me much so less happy. pressure Right. So much less pressure oh yeah but the, it, it's quite the story with a lot of uh Piping hot details to say the least. Cause I know we kind of like discussed like when I was going to get engaged when I was doing uh Betch's brides with you guys, but like, I still didn't really know it was all just hypothetical at that point. And so then right. when it like push came to shove and like, we were really going to like pull the trigger. I was like, fuck, you know, it's, it's, it, 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 it was, it was wonderful, but it was definitely not perfect. I'll put it that way. Oh, well, I want to, I want to hear it all. So start from like, the beginning wherever the beginning is of like how, you know how this came about and then like for anyone new again who doesn't like know a ton just like just start from just start from where it makes sense to okay. start for you so I always joke that I was a straight person for like 33 34 years and I had no idea that I had like an affinity or desire to be like in a same-sex relationship so I was in the middle of getting, well, I was separated and in the middle of getting a divorce and I had my new friend, Taylor. I'm Taylor Strecker. She's Taylor Donahue. How'd you guys meet? Huh? Yeah. How How did did you you meet? meet? Oh, so we actually met through, do you guys know Ed's Lobster Bar in the city? Yeah. I'm unfamiliar. It's the greatest restaurant. I mean, like go before the city like closes all the doors to all the restaurants. (laughs) It is the, if you like seafood, it is the fucking best. So I was like a regular there with my husband and it turns out that Taylor Donahue, my now fiance, she was a really good friend of Ed's through, um, the family that she nannied for because Ed was in like business with the guy that she nannied for the, the husband. Uh, so okay. we were both friends. And, and so husband and I became friendly with Ed through being patrons and she became like family friends. So I would say it was like October Tay. <laughs> I, guess I love Oct- that you both have the same name. By it's the way. so confusing. I guess it was October, like 2000 and 
15, 14, I can't remember, but I went to do a video with Ed Mm-hmm. And she was the one that was shooting it. And so I had a blog at the time, like shameful and embarrassing, but I had like a fashion blog and the guy that was doing my videos fucking sucked. Like I got full access to fashion week and I wanted to do like a behind the scenes with like my best friend, Nicole and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, just hang on while I put the tripod up. And I'm like, dude, it's right. behind Come the prepared. scenes. And he was <laughs> yeah. expensive. And so I'm like, I need a new videographer, like stat. So when I shot this video with Ed, I walk in, there's this like six foot tall, super thin, gorgeous blonde girl. So I immediately hate her and she's confident. So I'm like, fuck this bitch. And then I find out her name is Taylor. I'm like, like double hate, hate all over the place. But I noticed that she was really good at videography. So I said to Ed, hey, can I call your friend Taylor and like see what she'll do for like a rate? And he's like, well, I feed her for free at my restaurant. So that's her rate for me. So I don't know what her rate's going to be for you. And so I called her and she like, was so fucking bad at business back then. And she was like, yeah, I'll charge like a hundred dollars to shoot and edit video each video. And I was like, wow, idiot. So <laughs> I hired her because I back then wanted to work. Well, you idiot. ended up, I'm sure, paying her back in other ways, which we'll get to. And, and oh, when I say other ways, I mean ring. No, no kidding. No fucking kidding. But um, uh, we just became really good friends and I had no idea she was gay. Um, So I kept trying to set her up with husband's friends because like, we were at that part of our marriage where it was like, we did not get along unless we were around other people, right? So I was always trying to set like okay. his friends up with my yeah. friends because I'm like, hey, trying to do a lot of double dates. Like, exactly, right. okay. exactly. <laughs> so finally, Ed, we were out for drinks one day. This is after like two months of knowing Taylor. And he was like, stop asking to set her up. And I was like, why? He's like, you're embarrassing yourself. You're embarrassing me. You're embarrassing the world. She's gay. And I was like, she's gay? So, so funny. She never said like, that when, when you were trying to say she was She never, okay. never brought it up. I, I think she was just like looking for the right time, like in our business relationship and our friendship to tell me. And right. so then I was like, you have to pretend like you don't know. Okay. That she's, <laughs> I'm like, wonderful. So she was over at my apartment with Wasbin shooting a video for like something that I had Stassi over and we were shooting a video for like, again, the blog. And Wasbin was like, what are you doing for the holidays? It was like around November. And she was like, oh, I'm going to be in Florida with the family I nanny for. And he's like, what part? She said, Jupiter. And he said, we're going to be at Soho House. You should come stay in our hotel room. And I'm like, what? Okay. Like, we're like new friends, but like, and she works <laughs> for me, but like, I don't want to fucking spend New Year's Eve with her. I don't even know her. And so I remember I like yelled at him afterwards. And I was like, I really hope she doesn't fall through. Well, she did. And so she took you up like, on the offer. Oh my God. Okay. He took us up on the offer. And so then, but that's again, where was and I were, it was like, it was so bad that we needed like a virtual, like uh, an acquaintance to stay with us in our hotel room to like ensure that we wouldn't kill each other in the middle of the night. It's so funny. So <laughs> she came and she fucking spent the night on a couch in the room that we were in. It was like, so weird. So the three of you. Oh my god, that's the three okay. of us. I love that. I wow, know. especially like where we are today. That's all. That's a very like <laughs> you know I feel like very interesting looks? to look back on. Right? I didn't know Wasbin and her ever even met each other. I'm so I'm glad you asked this, Georgiana, because I somehow didn't know all this. Um, oh yeah. Oh, I yeah. feel like they this like is buds. a very minus like the scandal part of it. I feel like this reminds me of the. Do you watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Yes. Like the Denise Richards. <laughs> no, don't you <laughs> Don't you dare well, she's like, I, I, you know, I texted her if she wanted to come by. It was like, fine. Blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's nothing like that. This is a love story. And there's no Brandy Glanville involved. Oh, um, thank God. There's no. Yeah. What does that make me? Brandy? That makes Taylor Brandy. Nobody. That would make, yeah, that would make Taylor Brandy. That would make yeah. Taylor Brandy. <laughs> 
Um, so, but it was just like, just the craziest thing. So anyway, um, so her and I became obviously like really good friends. Thanks to us inviting her to stay with us in our hotel room. And like, it was around like the time, like, so she came into my life around the time that like we were on the outs, but I didn't tell her because we were like new friends and I didn't really want to know, but Oh, it was on New Year's Eve at a dinner, like a big group dinner at Nobu in South beach that she was like, by the way, I'm gay. I have something to tell you. And I remember I said to her, like, that's so fucking crazy that like, when you make new friends, you like have to find the time to tell them about your sexual orientation. Like, and I was like, imagine if I had to sit here and be like, I love sucking dick. Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and now you know that for sure. But it was so, so that's like when our friendship kind of blossomed. And then um, a couple months later, I finally got like the balls up to separate from him. And so I started to like really like carve out and lean on like my single new girlfriends that like weren't a part of our crew because I like knew it was coming. And so I started to like really hang out a ton with Taylor Donahue and her sister, Allie. And um, when I finally got like the balls to get separation, I would like, they were like, my lawyer was like, you need to have friends that like, hold all your shit for you because like I can't get Chanel bags back if like someone's sister decides that you don't deserve them and comes into the apartment and steals them like just like not accusing them of doing that but saying like if things happen like I can't recover them and he's like I don't know super contentious or honestly it really wasn't that contentious um which is why I am wearing the ring that I'm wearing <laughs> it wasn't in how about this initially it wasn't contentious well, like I need to hear about that it was yeah. contentious oh. a year later Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. So, so yeah, so, but I just like, I definitely like took whatever like gifts he gave me. Also, I'm at the point guys where I'm like, I might need to sell this shit to pay my rent. Do you know what I mean? So it was like less about like keeping the Chanel's and more about like, if all, if shit hits the fan, like I need like all this crap to like pawn so I can like get by (laughs) month to month. So I packed a bag and I actually left it with Taylor Donahue and her sister. Cause I was like, I trusted them and all my other 
friends I knew would fucking wear my Chanel's out and I didn't trust them to hold them for me. So anyway, moral of the story is we became super, super, super friendly. Um, like she became ultimately like my best friend during the separation. And then it was like, while we were in the middle of getting a divorce that like, I started to get these feelings for her. And, um, one night we were like out at this bar called Marie's crisis. So I actually, she introduced me. uh Uh-huh. So she introduced me to Marie's crisis. I remember. So this is when I was married to husband and I knew like I was getting ready. Like, this is the thing that people, I don't think they get like when you're going to get out of a marriage, like it's not usually just like a snap judgment. It's like, like any relationship if you're living with somebody, you know, it's like, where am I going to live? I was like looking at like real estate. Like he was like, like, this was like ongoing for a year and a half that I was getting like the courage to like, can I do this emotionally? Can I do this financially? Like, Mm -hmm. am I fucking up my entire life? So my mom came to visit me while he was away skiing. And um, she was basically like helping me plan everything out and like meet with lawyers and stuff like that. So um, (laughs) Taylor and I, we're friends. And so she said, Oh, you guys got to come to this place. Marie's Christ with me. It's like the greatest place in the world. So I had been like through was been like living very like C and B scene life. Like, you know, so house members and right. like going to like all the clubs and like the restaurants and like the vacations. And just like, we were always like in the sceney fucking spots. And right. when I went to this place, Marie's, it's like a hole in the wall piano bar. That's like, it's definitely like very gay, but tons of straight people go to. It's like, if you like show tunes, it's kind of like a New York institution and it's like grimy and stinky and dirty. I go. And- I'm on my way. I looked it's it up after I saw that you had the spoiler alert after I saw you got proposed or you proposed there. Yes. Um, I looked it up on Google maps and I was like, just, I need to go to this. Like, it looks so fun. It's like it the best. And so we went and my mom was there and my mom was like, I haven't seen you this happy in so long. And I'm like, you know what? I've been spending the last decade in the city, like doing all the finer things, like going to per se for my birthday. And I'm like, I like, this is, I I feel like myself again. And I said to my mom, like, like seeing that there's other places in the city that like none of these people that I've been hanging out with go to, like, I can, I can do this. Like, I kind of feel like I like rediscovered myself there. And I was like, cause I was like a theater nerd growing up. So I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I never knew this was here. Like I can meet new friends. I will meet a new husband. So I thought, you know, like I will find like new places to hang out. Like all is not lost because like this relationship is going to be over, you know? Right. Right. So I had that kind of special moment there. And then Taylor Donnie, who told me that it was like her favorite place in the world. And when she was like closeted and getting the courage to come out as gay, she would go there all the time. And like, it's just like her home away from home. So it was special to me. It was special to her. And then I, I think it's where we like fell in love because, well, it's where I fell in love. So you noticed that change in your personality and your happiness when you were there and right well it's so independent of her I just loved it there but then also so after the separation and moving towards divorce we were hanging out a ton and one night we were there and she was like flirting with the girl which I'd seen her do a million times and like like kiss a girl I'd seen her as her friend do it a bunch of times but this one time I got jealous and I'm like Mm -hmm. what the fuck so and you had like, never maybe, felt that way about like any other woman before. Never. I made out with one girl in college. It was my best friend and we did it for Peanut Pit. Like it lit like, and it was zero sexual. Like, see, zero. I love this. So college. That shows that that just shows that Taylor Donahue, like you truly love her for her. What's on the ends. Like, oh yeah. You, I mean, she essentially like you weren't gay before this. And now you, you can just tell, I mean, you love her. You, I could tell, I don't know you guys that well, obviously, but 
I know I can see through your Instagram posts, like how happy you are with her. Oh, Nicole, <laughs> you can't tell anything through Instagram. I know. But this one's That's real. such a bad <laughs> message to send I, to the no, audience. No. <laughs> Instagram isn't real. I'm sure you're really happy, but don't judge Truthfully, it based on Instagram. Every time we take a picture smiling, we've just had a fight before. So it's complete bullshit. <laughs> I mean, same. Haven't we all? But I feel like oh you're not. God, I can't believe you just said I can tell through Instagram that you're really happy. That's so no, not like, the right I, message to well, send. I stalk, obviously. <laughs> I stalk Taylor and um I don't know I just like I feel like your guys's relationship because I know you yeah I know I've heard you reference was and stuff and that relationship which was very kind of like you said like you were doing all these fun things but like on the inside you were kind of miserable miserable and I feel like with this relationship it's very like what you see is what you get like you see happiness and truly you guys are happy so mm. <laughs> here I am being the relationship <laughs> judge from afar yes <laughs> no but um Oh my God. Okay. So go on with your story. You guys. Okay. So she, she like was like, she kissed this girl and I got immediately jealous. And I was like, wait, I want to kiss her. And then I'm like, what? I'm like, bitch, you've been drinking since 4 PM. It's now 2 AM. Like you're getting a divorce. You're just like, you're being crazy, Taylor. You're just being crazy. So I kind of like ignored it. And then like a couple days later, we got drunk again. Newsflash. I was drunk like my entire separation. Then that's how I coped. And I'm proud of that. So she, I I said to her, you know, the other night I kind of got jealous of you and that girl. And she was like, Oh really? And I was like, we should make out. And she was like, no, like (laughs) you're getting a divorce. You're straight. You keep talking about like these guys you're going to meet living on wall street. Like, right. She's probably also like, I don't want to be like, you're like, gay experiment of like you know what I mean? Like, like, let me see how this feels at at the, at the potential, you know, like of her feelings, like putting her, you know, that's yeah. like every like apparently lesbians fear is that like they'll be like the experimental relationship for like the actual straight girl who like wants to like be pansexual for like a second, you know? Right. So um, so she was like, absolutely not. She was like, also like you literally have your shit at my apartment and I literally lose interest in two seconds. So if we hook up, it's going to get weird on my end. And then like you kind of like have put all your eggs in my friend's basket. Like, so you'll have no right. friends and truly no place to stay. <laughs> Cause I was like crashing on couches. So I was like, okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. And then we went on a trip together for work, but I had booked it before any of this, like months before. Okay. And so I had booked us staying in the same room. Cause when I booked it, we were just friends. Right. So I was like, like, so Harvey Weinstein, like watch me shower. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to keep your job, (laughs) (laughs) we will sleep in this bed. And it was like the (laughs) smallest fucking room ever. So, and that was where she was like, you know what? This is ridiculous. She's like, the day you walked into Ed's, I knew like I had a crush on you. And she's like, and then I saw that fucking enormous engagement ring and like wedding band. And I was like, fuck, she's, she's married and probably straight. And then she said, she just like let all the feelings go because obviously married and she stayed with us on new year's Eve. And she thought we were a happy couple. She had no idea. Cause I was hiding wow. it all from like the world. Um, but anyway, so she was like, I've always liked you. I've always had a crush on you. And I don't know why, like I'm not doing this, but she did say like, if we do this though, like we're girlfriends, like I'm not fucking around. Okay. Right. And, and that's like a very lesbian. Like, or I will take all of your friends with me. <laughs> <laughs> All of your new friends will ride. No, I love that though. I, I mean, hey, she doesn't fuck around. She uh, I wish guys did that, right? I, know. Like, I mean, like, like imagine if they were like, okay, but if you want to have sex with me, like we are in a relationship. <laughs> I would be like, amazing. 
pretty sure I tried to do that to guys in college and got, and they like ran the right. other way. The Most guys are not as interested in that. So it's a pro yeah. you. Um, and then okay. we were basically married from that point on. So like, you were like living together, basically. Like literally, basically. like okay. literally. So, but then it was oh. like, I pulled her back in the closet because like, I was, I wasn't sure. I like, I wanted to hook up, but like, I like every time we did something new, I was like, what if I don't like this? But then that doesn't mean that I'm like able to be in a same sex relationship. And like, we're just gonna have to go back to being friends again. So like, I was, there was like, it was like the a stakes whole are higher. Year. Yeah. And then I'm like, also like, if this gets out, like on like a really like, cause at this time I was at Sirius XM. So like, there was like, you know, right. that adds I mean, a whole was, other layer. Oh my God. And like, I'm like, I'm gonna have to come out in the air. And like my, 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 like my mom called me out and was like, are you gay? Or are you in a same sex relationship with Taylor? <laughs> no, she said, are you in love with Taylor Donahue? And I was like, God damn it. I'm like in my thirties. And like, when my mom was <laughs> helping me get like the divorce, she by, she was like, I didn't thought anything we were going to get a divorce for this. And I'm like, we weren't. <laughs> right. You were getting divorced either way. Exactly. Yeah, right. But she's like, I just thought you would get out of this marriage and then find like a guy who would take care of you and being like, like nice to you and whatever. So it was that like post. So the divorce happened and then like it was like a year of me like being in the closet, like with the radio show, I was mm-hmm. kind of telling friends, but not really. So that was that. So I always like tell her, even though, cause we like have been together for five and a half years. So she has had to wait five and a half years to get engaged, which is kind of a, like if my friend was like, my boyfriend's making, making me wait five and a half years, I'd be like, break up with him. Right. He's yeah, a that's fucking a long ass. Time. How old is she? Is she, are you guys the same age or no, she's five years younger. So she's 30. She just turned 33. Okay. Yeah. So, and I'm not 38 yet. I want to be clear. <laughs> I was trying to do the math in my head. Did you see that? I was like, How you seem like literally 30 so, or 31. So. Okay. So what point did you decide you were going to get married? Right. Again. So yeah. it was like a lot of shit with the families, like not her family. Her family was like so psyched that she like was in a relationship by the time I came around. Mm-hmm. But it, like it took a while with my parents. I'd say it took like a year, year and a half. Um, so like that's the thing, too, is like I kind of feel like a dick that it took so long. However, in my defense, I was newly divorced. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, this is the first time I've been in a same sex relationship. And I was like closeted for a year. So I finally got the balls to come out on the air. And like, then it was just like a domino effect from there. And, you know, my, my parents, I'd say they probably fully came around. Like, like for a while it was like, oh, it's fine. You guys are together, but like, don't tell anybody. And then it's like, well, oh, I, I have a radio okay. show about my life. So that's a little hard. <laughs> and then it was kind of like, well, we do love her and you guys dating, but like, you know, you don't have to get married. Like you don't have to rush down the aisle. So I kind of knew that there was, maybe they it's were like, like maybe in the back of your head or like in yeah. your ear. Right. Okay. Exactly. Um, but, but it's then, not like you were like never, ever thinking about it. Like, I, I want to know if you guys like talked about it leading up because you would reference it on the podcast and talk about like I know. when you eventually will propose on the podcast. So I mean, it's not like she like had nothing inside, like no end in sight for getting this relationship to a marriage, you know? Right. And I said to her, like, I love you. I want to be with you forever. There's just like, it's just, it's a lot with the ring. And like, I'm a, I'm a girl. Like I wasn't, mm-hmm. I don't know the rules. Like who does it? Who pays for it? Like this is expensive and scary. And well, what are the rules? I don't know. We made them up as we went. It was crazy. Okay. So I basically, I guess, um, truthfully, we were talking about getting engaged like two summers ago. And I got, I got like super drunk at my parents' house and my brother had like one of his friends over. And I thought that she was like hitting on Taylor because I'm a crazy person. And I screamed at her, you guys. Like I yelled this girl. I like bawled her out so hard. Brother's friend. 
my brother was so okay. it's, it's a miracle he talked to me i had to write her a fucking apology letter like it was crazy but it was so that was two summers ago and my parents were like so mad at me and they're like first of all you're crazy we've never seen you act like this before i guess you really do love her second of all like <laughs> you can't lose her and that's when i realized like oh my god like they want us to be together and even though this sounds ridiculous like I needed my parents' blessing, like in my mind. So kind of that was the point where I was like, we're going to do this within the next year. And so a year passed and I was still dragging my feet. And so Tay was like, what's the fucking holdup? And I was like, I know that I kind of said that I would propose to you because I was already engaged. And I already had like the proposal in Paris from husband and I got the ring and blah, blah, blah. But I was like, I can't do this alone. Like, I don't right. know what to do. I don't know. Like, should I get you a real diamond? Can I get you a lab grown? What can I afford? What's responsible? Like, it was all these questions. I actually, guys, I feel so bad for men. Like, yeah. this is right. a hard position to be in. Well, it's probably almost like easier for them though, because they have a sense of like, what you know, the, the societal like expectations of them are like more ingrained, I yes. think. And like, you right. know, I mean, this is a, this is, this is a newer thing societally, like, you know, totally like in same-sex marriages but I do feel like it's still so much pressure that guys don't talk about right like right. as yeah. a woman I'll talk about the emotional like distress it causes like you guys they have to go out and get a ring right and usually they try to fucking surprise you which is like so hard because how particular right. are we all about everything especially jewelry yeah and yeah. then they have to get this it. particular jewelry especially yeah, yeah. And they have to get it insured and We've talked about this before too. Aside from the ring, like even just the proposal day, <gasps> you have to show it's a it's a testament of showing how much and how well you know your future wife when you do it. Because I mean, like I'm a particular person. Like Mike knows if publicly he, like, did it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> what I said publicly. It's not even like I have to yeah. show you how much I care in this really meaningful way. It's like and then you're gonna have to and then everyone that we know is gonna hear that it's not like a dated it's like oh like on a friday night here's date night i'm showing you okay it's like this is right. the story that you have to tell for the rest of your fucking life i get right. it the instagram posts the one that's gonna get i taylor this is psycho that i know this but i looked right before this yours is up to twenty eight thousand likes which is wow. so much no like that's, that's because bad. like that's how you measure your love <laughs> so literally <laughs> No, but that's it how is you just... know that it's going to last forever because <laughs> really is 28,000 years. Um, no, but it's it's just it's a lot for whoever's doing it. And so in this case, you I mean, it's a lot of pressure. You know, and when I was like so I was always asking about like engagement rings because we had a bunch of guests on when we were when I was doing Betches Brides. So like I would talk to people in the diamond industry and then I'm like, you yeah, guys, I don't fucking think I can afford this. And then like so I started to then be like, OK, so how am I going to do this? Right. So I have I had husband's engagement ring. So when we got divorced, he said to me or separated, whatever he said to me. I really want you to keep the ring. And I said, well, in my head, I said to myself, well, fucking legally, I get the ring, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so how long were you married? Five years almost. Okay, you get the ring. Totally, I would say if it was right? like if yeah. it was like you got divorced in like 72 days, maybe like, you'd give it back. Five, five years you earned it. That's fair. The law says that if you actually like if you if you get married, it's yours. It's, it's considered right. a gift. But like if you don't make it down the aisle, then you're like legally you you're supposed to give it back. Oh, right. Okay. Right. But what I've, I've learned that. about diamonds is that's like buying a brand new fucking Lamborghini. You right, yeah. drive it off the lot and it immediately depreciates in value. It's like diamonds are the world's worst investment. I have discovered yeah. like throughout this whole process. And so, cars. Yeah. And cars. Yes. So I got to keep, 
I got to keep the ring or I kept the ring, whatever, but I put in a safety deposit box because I couldn't afford the insurance on it. And I just like, didn't want, it was like too scared. And I'm like, what am I going to do with this? So it was, it was like living in like, you know, Midtown at the Chase Bank in the basement for like five fucking years or six years at this point. And so I looked into selling it because I was like, well, maybe I'll just sell it and we'll get two or I'll trade it into like, uh, like a London Jewelers and we'll just like yeah. have like a, like a store credit. Okay. <laughs> But that's not how it works. Right. So then I was like going back and Damn forth. It. And then I was like, then I discovered lab grown diamonds partially through working with you guys. So thank yes. you. And yes. then also Tay's really good friend from San Francisco got engaged, gorgeous ring. And her friend like confided in her that it was a lab grown and it was like significantly less money. And it was like three yeah. carats and like significantly less money than a real one. So the audience Tay- really wants to know a lot of information about this. So definitely- Oh, they've been, this is the number one question. Also quick note about lab growns. I remember, I forget if you were there with us in the office or not, but they brought, we had a company bring like a box of lab grown diamonds in and we put like our diamonds next to them, like me and Ashley's. We were like, a, you can't tell the difference. B, the lab grown diamonds were almost like more sparkly than they are more sparkly. Actually. (laughs) Isn't it crazy? Yeah. It's insane. More, I feel like that's that that that's true. That's I think I I read that if you can tell, it's because it's more sparkly than yeah. any diamond most people better. can afford. <laughs> so finally, like we had agreed. So in my mind, I thought we were agreeing to get two lab grown. So I'm like, I'm just gonna keep this sucker in the security deposit box, and one day when we can afford to upgrade. Taylor Donahue's then because I was like feeling very like like husband's ring like didn't match our life you know so um, the plan was in my feel like it had also like potentially like bad juju a little bit but it was also kind of like I also didn't want to be like that couple where people were like whoa to her ring and like whoa to my ring yeah so that was the original (laughs) plan was for us to get two lab grown but when I was like looking at the budget I'm like I have to buy fucking two of these suckers like this is crazy just because like Tay's not like financially in a position right now she's got crazy student loans so it's like I'm not that that's like irresponsible you know so I was like I'm the breadwinner right now. I have full confidence that she's going to surpass me in five years and I'm going to be my sugar mama. That's the fucking plan. But for right now, I was like, I'm going to have to buy us two rings. And I'm also kind of like a snotty little bitch. So like, I want something, but like, she can't be the only one with a ring. That's not fair. So when we were looking at lab growns, we found this great place, like literally right in our neighborhood. They're called shop love locked on Instagram. I'm giving her a shout out. We did not get a deal at all. Like, like the, the lab grown is the deal. Does that make sense? Yeah, like right. it's it's yeah. so affordable. But I thought we were getting two. So when Tay would come back with like how much hers was, I was like having it was so unromantic. I was like, Taylor, you're not listening to me. Like it was like we were like negotiating finances, like in like planning our engagement. <laughs> right. Like if a guy again, if a guy did that to my friend, I'd be like, he's a bum, leave him. Right. Well, <laughs> the thing is, like romance itself is like the opposite of practicality. Exactly. Like, romance. Yeah. It's like if anything's practical, it defies it like is not it's like inherently not romantic because romance is like I'm doing this thing even though it's not the easiest cheapest or like right you know financially responsible financially responsible move that's like the myth of romance anyway right and props to you for two rings like that's um, that just shows like how accomplished you are because I I truly like I don't even know how if I were a dude right now proposing or if I were in your situation I don't I, I couldn't I could never I can't let alone do one <laughs> well let me say this but that's how inexpensive hub growns are literally you okay. get like two for the price of half of a real oh. diamond okay oh yeah 
but I was still sweating it. And I'm like, this is fucking crazy. And so I was having like, you guys, I was having a conniption. Okay. This is like, I was ruining, like, Tay was like, let's not even fucking get engaged. Like you're being such a bitch about it. Like maybe right. we can't afford you're, it. Like this you're is ruining like, this. Okay. You're yeah. Ruining yeah. everything. Like she was like, I agree to help you with this and that we'll do it together. But like now, like we're negotiating against each other. Like this is like <laughs> the opposite of romance. And so she was like, I don't know why you're flipping. She's under budget. And I was like, times two. And she was like, what do you mean times two? She's like, I'm going to reset husband's ring for you. And I was like, what? Oh, like, yeah, we're going to go in the city. We're going to get out of like prison and I'm going to reset that for you. And I was like, you're okay with that. And she was like, absolutely. She's like, it's a gorgeous diamond. Why wouldn't you wear it? I can afford to reset it. Then I can give you a ring. It's like a win-win. And I was like, okay, bitch. Well then let's get that motherfucker. So we went in the city, got it. And then I was like, then it was like sky was the limit for her. Cause now, so then the, the, the shift went from, oh my God, I can't afford two rings to, oh my God, my ring is fucking awesome. I need to get yeah. her lab grown. That's going to be able to hold its own against this huge and diamond. And let me tell you just from the photos though, they, it does. I love hers. I literally was like, oh my, it's emerald. Yeah, it's right? really beautiful. It's radiant it's cut. And honestly, cut. I like hers better than mine. And that's the truth. <laughs> Mine well, is like you guys like share or is it- my fi- I, these sausage fingers. No, <laughs> you know, okay. I think that her finger size is like a four point seven five, yeah. and I'm like plus. Oh my size. god! I my, my I have like I, I'm I'm shopping at like the big girls part of the store for my. I swear I think I think what my size is like eight. <laughs> okay, that's like normal. Is it? Yeah, yeah. You act. I thought you were gonna say like fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, honestly, it's so tight on me. I can't even take it off. And I look at, there's like already well, like an indentation. I only <laughs> oh leave, but I only wear mine when I like go out because my fingers just like swell and it's like a pain in the ass to get <laughs> right? it off. Yeah. yeah. So then, so that's what we ended up doing. So she reset husband's ring for me. And then I bought her like a three carat lab grown again, like without literally giving the sticker price. Let me just say like, it's the most expensive thing I've ever bought in my life. But mm-hmm. give, considering it was a ring, I spent tens of thousands of dollars less than what I was expecting to have to pony up. So that's that's a good tip. I mean, for people who are listening, who are like, aren't engaged yet, which we do have a lot of those listeners actually. Yes. Surprisingly, I mean, go lab grown because they, they look j- exactly the same, if not more sparkly and better. I mean, I, I, like I was shocked. Like I really, I was really nervous about my ring. Cause my ring, like it, it is like, it, it's always been since I got it when we got engaged, it's been a showstopper, but Tay's ring, I, I genuinely like it better. I, her settings more delicate because lab grown mm-hmm. are also like a little bit lighter so it can like you don't have to like hunker it down so much so hers is three carat radiant cut and it's just like it's yellow gold and it's set like super delicately and it's like it's so pretty and feminine I'm obsessed with her ring actually I'm like more excited about her ring than I am even about my ring do you know what I mean like when we show people I do love your ring though I I love your ring and I don't think what is your ring thing applies Yours is round with gold band, right? Yep. It's uh, oh nice. It's, it's we like have rounds too. Yes, I've girl. Run. Twins. I think it's, it's like a has six prongs. I'm such a stalker. Yours has six prongs and mine, mine only has, has four. Prongs. But six prongs is actually smart because sometimes I'm like, oh, my diamond's uh, going well, to fall out. Yep. That's but, um, how we know Taylor's marriage is going to last longer. More prongs. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. More prongs. <laughs> more prongs. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Um, um, oh, okay. So. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Go on. I don't think your ring has bad juju because I don't believe in that when it comes to like diamonds. Literally, my parents got divorced back in the day and I was like, oh, I kind of want my mom's old ring like from 
divorce. And I mean, when yeah. it comes to diamonds, they're so expensive. It's like you, you got to put the juju thing aside because like, just use the diamond. Just yeah. Like, plus like if it's a real diamond, it has like blood on someone's hands anyway, probably. Right. right? Except, From, like, like, mining that's it. the thing I had to recycle and reuse because you can't sell the fucker because mm-hmm. it's worth like nothing. Oh, oh. And when husband and I got divorced, I totally forgot to finish the story. So he said to me, keep the ring. And he said, please don't sell it. Okay. He said, because when we were on good terms, he said, please don't sell it. I bought it as a gift for you. You should make it into like a necklace or something. Like I want. So he wanted you to keep it. Yeah. And re and make it into something else. So I did. (laughs) And then when he found out about that, was he cool with it? I mean, we don't speak anymore. So oh, to be a fly on the wall with his family when like the engagement came out, you know, like because it was he like, said, don't sell it. So said, I wonder I wonder if he was like said to them, like, well, I said, don't sell it. They were like, yeah, but you didn't tell her to fucking reset it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they probably think I'm such a piece of trash. But you know what? They all they already did. So like. What yeah, whatever. What's one more thing? <laughs> What's one more thing? I but, mean, he um, shouldn't have told you not to sell it if he didn't mean it. Yeah. So. <laughs> it was a gift. Todd. I took it literally. So, right. so that so that's where we are with the rings. And I do like, I think it's important to spread the word about lab grown because I mean, listen, having a real diamond is awesome, right? But I think that lab grown are like, it's just, it's so insane the amount of money. And I also think that. There's probably a lot of people, especially if they're dating guys and they're not pulling the trigger. I tell you, proposals to men mean financial stability. There's like a, 100%. there's like something that, right? And so yeah. I think that if a guy can't afford a ring, it's like, not only is he scared to like maybe make that lifelong commitment, he also feels like a fucking jabroni because he can't afford a ring. Right. Yeah. And then, I mean, like we talk about this on you up a lot where it's kind of like, it's, when you're every level of commitment is like, is the financial commitment as well. Like the, the proposal is a commitment. And then after it's not like the, it's not like the bills stop after that. Then it's mm-hmm. like the wedding. And then it's like a house. Like you do want to feel as a guy that you can, or as anyone, I guess that you yeah. can like afford right. to move on with, with your life. It's not like something that's, that's cheap or easy. And right. I think we're learning in 2020 in 2020 people are just like sick of waiting for things to happen because it's taught us all life is short just like do things so like that's why people are getting eloped and stuff instead of you know postponing their wedding some are postponing but people are just eloping to get married and having a small wedding maybe they can't afford a big one so like with this if you love each other and you really want to get engaged but you're not financially ready for a fat diamond right then go lab grown and you can always upgrade because like yeah, Tana talked right. a lot about that too we we're like maybe we'll just get like one carrot each together this one I thought I was like buying two and then we'll just like upgrade oh, um yeah. but then you know it's like Carrie with the dress in Sex and City she's like the dress to go right. over the wedding that's like what the engagement ring did <laughs> well, well they're beautiful thinking, yeah it looks great you. on the on the zoomed in Instagram shot which is really at the end of the day all that matters anyway right thank you thank you thank you um sometimes I look at it though and I do feel most of the time I'm fine but every now and then I'm like oh like I feel a little guilt but then I just you know remember our relationship and I'm like over it in two seconds no I'm kidding I do kind of feel like your love I I kind of feel a little bit dicky but you know what whatever I feel you deserve which part about the fact that it's big yeah I have I have big ring you're embarrassed how big it is that's such a, a good little bit. It doesn't really match my lifestyle. It's not who I am. Like right. I went into the city for an errand and I went into like a designer store because you deserve it, Taylor. Yeah, girl. Thing. You just it is who you are. I feel like you you like nice things. I, I'm like, 
I do like nice things, but I can't really afford them anymore. So like, if you see nice things on me, it's probably a gift from what's been true story. So I bought myself this Bottega bag because I, I did that thing that you do where when you're spending a lot of money, you're like, let's just spend it all. Yeah. So I bought myself like, like total impulse buy a Bottega bag. And I had to go in and like exchange it because I ordered online, blah, blah, blah. And you know, like designer stores, so they have like those crazy lights that like pick up everything. Yes. And so when I walked in, I had been like, talking with the sales representative and she was like, you know, like she wasn't going to make commission off because I already bought it online, but she was like, no, this is good. Cause like you'll buy back to me. I'm thinking like, bitch, I'm never buying a designer bag ever <laughs> this is again. The last I can't time you'll see my face. <laughs> yeah. And when I walked in, I had, I had just picked up the ring from the city and she was like, oh my God, that ring. So I proceeded to be like, well, I was married before. I thought I was straight. Now I'm in the game. Like, I feel like I should. Right, you feel like you need to have like justify. a speech to yeah a speech for the for the ring i get what you're saying i sometimes feel that way too where i'm like uh like this doesn't seem like you know what i mean like what does it say is it like it says a lot about you even if it shouldn't or even if like that's not the case i do feel like there's like connotations with the ring in the same way it would be like if you drove up in like a lamborghini or you drove up in like a really nice Mm -hmm. nice car like it's even if you don't even if it doesn't say things about you it's still like intrinsically kind of just does and it's always people's reactions that like make you feel like you have to do that like I'll never forget after I got engaged I went into work this was at my last job and my one of my coworkers was like whoa look at that thing and I was like okay like now now let's let's chill I don't know it's like well here's the thing people judge you if it's too small they judge you if it's too big. Right. We, we were just saying totally. this in our last episode. It's like what other people think of you is none of your business. Like let them think whatever they want to think. Who cares? Like, you know what it means. You know what it is. It's beautiful. Right. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it is though. There is like, there's a mixed bag of feelings for sure. There's like pride and guilt simultaneously. So right. Right. Yeah. And honestly, I have to say there's a part of me that's like, I kind of wish like my tailor, I had a lab grown because then I'd be like, thanks. It's lab grown. It's almost like when you like get a designer bag on sale. It's on sale. You're like, it was on sale. I got it on sale. Like it it, it almost feels like- I do with my mother. (laughs) (laughs) Like suckers pay retail, right? So I wanted, I want to like get a bar. I'm like a bargain person. So I want to have like nice shit, but like have it be a bargain. So I'm like, well, this is free. <laughs> right. I think you should own it. It's it's beautiful. It's great. You put in time in a in I a did. marriage that wasn't right for <laughs> you. You earned that thing. I think it's great. Okay. Thank you. So you got the rings, and then you're like, do you decide to do this? I guess do you because you proposed to each other. Yes. Right? So we had decided to do this like together. So what we had agreed upon was like, let's like keep it a big secret between the two of us. We're in a pandemic. We can't see our families. Cause like ideally, I knew that Tay would want to like do a surprise thing with her family. And we actually were trying to do something for Halloween because I was trying to get my family to come visit her family to come visit at her sisters. Us all be there. And this is like when like things were still like, like before they really went bad with COVID again, you know? And we were going to be like outdoor social distance and hire her friend who's a photographer to like take pictures of like us proposing and our family like reacting surprised. But then it all went to shit in a handbag and like the rings weren't even ready. So it was like a moot point regardless. And it just like wasn't meant to be. But so the plan was though, we're just going to do it with the two of us. We're going to hire our friend Ed who introduced us to cook like a romantic meal for us so that we can like go up on the roof and like, cause like we love our apartments. We're like, 
I don't want to have the stress of cooking. So like, and we don't want to go to a restaurant. So like, let's have him come. And then we'll go to like an apple orchard with her friend, Stacy, who's a photographer and take pictures. And like, then we'll like zoom our whole family. So 2020 and like tell them all together that we're engaged and it will be like our special moment. But like the number one thing of that was it's our secret. That was like the whole thing. Yeah. That made it but I kept like, being like surprise. I kept being like, are you sure? Like, you don't want me to surprise you? And she was like, no, because we're doing the surprise together. So we ended up going to her sister's 20 minutes away and brother-in-law's um, on Halloween, like we planned. And so like in my heart, in my mind, we were supposed to be engaged, but like, obviously that didn't happen. So I got like wasted and I was like, <laughs> Ben to her, to her brother-in-law. He's like, my, I'm like, He's like my bro. I love him. He gives me financial advice. Like, so we were talking about something and I said, you'll never guess what. And then I, I literally backed off and he was like, wait, what were you just going to say to me? And I was like, nothing. And I started talking uh, about something else. And he was like, no, you were about to say something else. And I was like, I got Taylor a diamond. And he was like, what? And so then I had fucking told the secret. So then yeah. he was asking all these questions. And I was like, and then he was like, are you going to, are you going to surprise her? And then I got nervous. Like, I didn't want to be like, no, 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 we're doing this together. And I just spoiled the surprise. So then I started to lie. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to surprise her. He's like, you can have our Hamptons house if you want. Like he was like helping me. Like, yeah, oh, nice. it was so awkward. And I, as I, was doing, I was like, you're lying. You're lying. He's going to find out you're lying. And you're going to have to tell Taylor that you just fucking told secret. So then what you're do I do? a hole. I fucking double down. So then like, we're like out by At the least bonfire. you got the use of the Hamptons house. You should have just used that <laughs> yeah. pretended like you were going to propose and <laughs> right. hung out, you know, yeah, and take him up. his sister, her sister, I was like, I just told Ben's and he's going to tell you. So I might as well tell you, I got Taylor a ring. And she was like, Oh my God. So then like literally Taylor kept walking around. She's like, what are you guys talking about? And we were like your birthday presents. And she was like, you're acting weird. So then Tay and I were like inside for a second. And she was like, why are you acting so strange? And I was like, I told Ben and Ashley that we're getting engaged. She was like, you ruined it. You ruined it again. First she negotiated the diamonds with me. Now you're telling the secret. She was like, she was so mad at me. And then I started crying. And I was like, Taylor, you can't ruin it more than I ruined it. You have to forgive me. So like, yes, I was fucking this thing up left okay. and right. And then in like, your I defense, I feel like you were just so excited and that's why you let it slip. But still, she, she definitely had um, grounds for being annoyed. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, she did. But in true her form, she forgave me because that's, I mean, you, in order to be with me, you have to understand how crazy I yes. am and accept me for me. So then, then I was like, well, now I have to surprise her because I fucked up the plan. And so I said to her, listen, we're going to do this together still, but I'm, there's going to be a, an element of surprise with me. Okay. And she was like, fine. So then her, so that was October 31st. The following Thursday, her ring was done. So we went down the street and we picked it up and then she wouldn't stop wearing it. And I was like, Tay, you got to stop wearing this thing. Like it's, I'm, we have to get like actually engaged. And she's like, let's just like do it now. Fuck it. Who cares? And I'm like, no, 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 no. So then I had to get my ring. And so literally she went away for the weekend to see her parents. It's still, it's, it's still a secret, right? Kind of. Cause I already told half the family. And then she came back on Sunday night and on Monday morning, she was like, when is your ring going to be ready? Cause we were like working with the jeweler who did her ring to like get my ring reset. And I was like, she said it'll, I, that we can go in Tuesday. Cause we, we were like, we, we couldn't go in because of the um, election because right. it was like places were boarded up and stuff. So she was like, okay, so Tuesday you're going in tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go pick it up when I have to go run that errand. And she was like, um, we're getting engaged Tuesday. And I was like, what? And like, oh. you guys, I had fucked up so much at that point that I could not say no. So I was like, yeah, Tuesday it is. And then I was like, Fuck. election day um, or the week after 
the week, the, after. the week after the week okay. after <laughs> the week after yeah so we are engaged on november 10th yeah so we got okay so um i was panicking and then i figured okay the what, the only thing that i can do is like figure out where we're gonna like gonna propose to each other so she's like ed's gonna come over so let's go take a walk find a romantic spot and then we'll like propose to each other there and take selfies because i had told her that we couldn't afford the photographer because of like the cost of the rings but that was my surprise so i was gonna surprise her with her friend Love so that. so that's Aww. so that's like what that's how i got that as a surprise and then was she surprised she was so surprised that the photographer was there. And also she had no idea that I was going to do it. Marie's crisis. So that was, so I like blindfolded her, but if you saw my Instagram story, I'll like repost it, it or maybe I'll make it a highlight. It looked like I fucking kidnapped her. Like she had like a scarf over her head. I saw she had something in her Surprise! hands. And I was, like, I was going to ask you about that in the photos. Cause she has like a handkerchief or something. And I was like, what is that thing? But it was it, so I blindfolded her, but she gets she's claustrophobic. So she had like her mask on, and then I was blindfolding her and made her put like her AirPods in so she could listen to music so she couldn't hear where we were going, like through the tunnel. And so she was like, I'm having a panic attack. So I had to un like I had to take the handkerchief off of her and like drape it over her head. Like she was like a pet I was bringing to like the vet or something. So what did you tell her you were doing? Why were you blindfolding her if she didn't know it was the I said oh. we're gonna Oh, because you were bringing her to the location. And yeah, so I, okay, I, I okay. said, let me like pick out the romantic location that we do this and like gotcha. you can take the selfies and stuff, but like right. let me just take that on. And so she had no idea where we were going to be. And then like, but you guys, when we got there, I forgot like in my mind, it was going to be this quiet little street, but because of fucking COVID, all the restaurants are outside. So there was, and yep. it was a gorgeous fall day. It was like 70 and perfect. So there was like packed restaurants everywhere. So you had a crowd. A massive crowd. And like the second I got down on a knee, she was still blindfolded and they started to cheer. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> and then they were like listening to every word I was saying. I was so oh, uncomfortable. So I probably said like, I, I literally, I probably talked for like 10 seconds. Like the pictures yeah. make it look honestly way more romantic. <laughs> no, I think it's really romantic that you took her to that place because you're saying yeah. like, I feel like the meaning of it is so like, this is like our new, my new life where I finally felt like I could like, and I'm putting words in your mouth, like I'm writing your about your yeah. like where you could felt like you could like be yourself and like have your like more authentic self and be like truly who you were. And this is sort of like a representative place of that. If you're like new life with her, I think that's really romantic and beautiful. Thanks, guys. So yeah, so that- we'll say props to anybody who proposes in front of other people too, because like you're like oh like you obviously can't do your full-on speech that maybe you had planned and it's like people are watching it's and it is an intimate moment so you're like oh it, it honestly and I so because the photographer so Ted always says like one day we can get engaged one day when we get married Stacy's taking our picture she's the best she's the best they work together so mm-hmm. I knew she'd be so happy that Stacy was there to capture and I'm like if our families can't be there then it'll be Stacy but I did say to her and like I'm comfortable enough with her that I was like shoot me from this angle don't shoot me from this angle like I felt like <laughs> It, it was like it was like the most like awkward proof it could be and it was still from a one to ten it was like in a fucking 11 and a half in terms of awkwardness and I said to her and I was right. like are these always this awkward and she was like oh my god they're the she's like engagements are the most awkward oh, thing sure. in the world especially when they're surprised there's always a fucking crowd like whether you mean yeah. to have one or not she's like it's like the most uncomfortable thing in the world so that's and you have to make it I look learned. like intimate and like no one's really right. there it looks so like incredible and right. romantic, but it literally could not have been more awkward. 
Well, can I say that like I feel like the the mutual proposing thing um is something like I feel like it's I feel like it's something that every couple should really do. I mean, it's so not like the standard for like heterosexual couples. Like it has to be like there's like ever so much built into this whole like surprise element, but mm-hmm. it's like this is such a huge decision for your life that I think mm-hmm. it's so odd that it's supposed to be like you're supposed to be shocked that yeah. someone is like wants to enter into a binding legal contract with you and you're supposed to like decide in that moment like I feel like the idea of it being a surprise is like absurd I actually read an article about Cheryl Sandberg um who you know she's she's getting married again her her husband had like suddenly passed away and then she like she she wrote about like how they went on a trip and they proposed kind of like to each other and it just seems so much more like rational and normal like the way you should approach marriage instead of this like crazy like romantic like again like it's about like the ring and the pictures and all that other shit like you're supposed to propose to each other like it's supposed right? to be a mutual yeah. decision it's such a big decision I think that like it, that should be like more of a norm in like heterosexual couples too don't you think that it is the norm though like when you really think about it though like how many guys really get the ring like all by themselves no, no input from their girlfriend at the right. time like like we drop hints to guys because we know that they need help so I think like I think a full blown surprise engagement is like an exception to the rule, not like the, you know, right. the actual rule itself. Right. But I think we'll talk about it. Yeah. But we, but we feel like we have to portray it Pretend. as like this big <laughs> but surprise. But then my favorite is the couples that actually like you guys that admit the process that you knew it was happening and stuff. Cause we'll see, I'll see couples like my sister, for example, like he took her on a vacation. This was forever ago to like an Island. And then literally like she had her nails perfectly done French manicure before. And I'm like, there, you knew you, and she, yeah, right. you have to day. pretend like you were like, you know, that they, they pulled one off on you. It's like, right. God, so good. Like, you knew it was just because you didn't right. know it was going to happen this specific hour of this day. Yes. Like, I had a manicure that I got in like the week before. And I was like, if this gel manicure chips before I get engaged, <laughs> I'm going to be so fucking pissed off. Like, he has two weeks. Um, and if I have to yeah. redo it, I'm going to be annoyed. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I like that you admitted that though, because a lot of girls are like, mm, I had no idea. And it's like, yes, you did. You were at a, like a romantic dinner for two on the beach. Like, right. <laughs> I know. I mean, I will say, when Wasman proposed, he actually proposed me in Paris. And I legit was surprised, which makes me such a moron because it's like, <laughs> we're going to Paris and we've been talking about engaging rings, but like, we haven't discussed it. Like I told him like what right. I liked, um, right. did he follow those instructions? No, he did not, but that's okay. So I was surprised no that idea? he managed to fuck up a gorgeous stone in a really bad setting. That was a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you fixed it. I did. I think so. Um, congratulations. Thank like, you guys. It was so beautiful. Can you, For what real. are your, what are your thoughts? Obviously, like we talk about like planning a wedding in pandemic now, hopefully things are, I feel like looking up. Um, but what do you, have you planned anything yet? Are you thinking anything? You know, so my parents live outside of Boston and they're, I just love their house and I didn't actually grow up there but it's like so special. It's right in the water. It's so stunning. And I'm like, they're going to sell it soon. And I'm like, fuck it. We should just have like a super intimate, just family only. Like, I mean, immediate family, like 20 people, like crazy, awesome dinner party. And like her, like her sister can like, you know, officiate the wedding. Like, and again, there I go telling secrets because we have not asked her 
fuck and then i just did that see you have a week till this episode comes out <laughs> yeah i'll ask her at thanksgiving so funny. um but like you literally heard like, it here first like, yeah. you did um we're we're thinking something simple like that and then doing like when it's safe like a big blowout party celebration but yeah. like I don't know, honestly, because that like then when I think about like certain friends that we're so close to, I'm like, they can't not be there for the ceremony. So right. you could do a vow renewal. That's what everybody's doing is a ceremony now. Ooh. And then an intimate romantic renewal of your vows in front of people, like for the ceremony aspect when you do do the celebration later. And I remember I you saying that. on a podcast episode, we had like, I think it was when we had uh, Jove, Jovi, Jove Meyer. I don't know what well, we had a guest on and, um, they, they specialize in like, you know, just different quirky, unique weddings. And I remember you saying you want to do something like that, like something small, something nice that feels like you guys, that's not your typical traditional wedding. So totally. I feel like you could do that. The ceremony in your parents' backyard and then a vow renewal. Paul has a whole vision for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I do. <laughs> Let me plan it. <laughs> I've already spoken to a few vendors and they've agreed yeah. to do it on this date. Girl, <laughs> please and thank you. Yes, I'm working yes. magic. I'm here for it. We'll, well, we'll follow you along. That's for please sure. Please come please come back as you as you get your vision solidified. We I'm sure the uh the audience will want to hear it too. Like we I want to mm-hmm. hear it. Um let us know like where you are like as you progress in the planning, please come back. We'll do I would episodes. love to. Like so happy to. And yeah, I mean it's going to be a journey. That's for sure. Like god, like weddings, they, how much do they cost? even the small ones cost money I've I've been learning through our audience like they're like you know even like you know nothing's free in this wedding industry right but I mean the small ones are definitely a good way to save I mean this is this is if you want to do a small wedding this is the year of like this is the year of the small wedding so right I know I know that's why we're kind of like just like jump on it but like you know I gotta like do bride shit like lose weight all that crap so I don't know (laughs) we'll see I'm just like trying not to think about it right now because it's like stressing me it's I'm already stressed the fuck out right you know well I think that's a benefit of getting engaged in in COVID is like there's less pressure of like well when's your date and like what are you doing and like I mean people ask anyway like I do I ask I got asked I continue to ask even though I know it's annoying um (laughs) but (laughs) at least you can be like you know with the due to the unprecedented times whatever blah 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 like we don't know yet and like that is usually a good enough excuse for people while you buy time right buy time totally but yeah I'm taking advantage of that for sure well, For thank sure. you, Taylor. You literally, you seem so, so happy. I can, again, I can see it through the virtual, through the virtual technology. You're glowing. You've got You're that post engagement blow. Thank you. You do. Blow. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know what, but um, I, I we're just so excited to watch you grow your wedding wings and fly. <laughs> that <laughs> was like the, the that was the weirdest. Thing. That's the best. That's the best. <laughs> I just pictured you growing wings and taking off you and Taylor Donahue taking off into the sunset like an angel. I told you, Nicole's got a vision. Um, you should Very you should visual. make their vision Pinterest board because it sounds like you've got a lot of ideas. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, anyway, until until next time, till death do us part. Betches.